Welcome to episode two of Pens on the Go. Today is May the 14th. Driving to work. Um, last time I mentioned, oh, someday I'll tell you about the pens that I've broken. I think that's going to be this time already. Yeah, I'm going to do that. You know why? Because another pen got destroyed this weekend by my dog, not by me. But let's, let's recap all these side pens. Um, I thought that might be interesting. Hopefully I'm right. Okay. The first one that broke would be uh, my Swiss Army pen. I mentioned that one. That I think that one got a chip actually on it in the red enamel at some point. Um, so I'm going to count that as broken. That was me not taking care of it and chipping the enamel at the base where the, the point of the pen came out. Remember, this was not a fountain pen. Um, but yeah, that was one pen I broke. It still worked fine as long as I had it. Pen number two would have to be, you know, I might have pen number one in a box somewhere. I gotta look. I'm not sure where to look at, honestly, but I'll have to look around for it. Anyway, pen number two would be the Levenger who fell apart, the Levenger Gotham. Very nice pen. Oh, love the look of that one. But it broke. Like I said, I opened it one day because it wasn't working. When I clicked it, nothing was happening. And I opened it and the insides fell apart. I guess they were rusted. I have no idea how that happened. I mean, I didn't keep it under water or anything. Maybe some water got on it at some point from somewhere. Who knows? Um, but yeah, once that happened, that stopped working. A great rollerball. It really was. Nice, solid feel to it. Very, very pretty look. I'd say sort of 1940s-ish style. Um, nice red roller. So that was number two. Number three, I guess we'll jump forward all the way to the fountain pens, right? Which is probably like a good, gosh, a good 10 years later, actually. The, my first real fountain pen, I'm not going to count the zebra because I just didn't like that pen. I got rid of it. I don't even know what it is. The, um, the Lamy Safari, my first Lamy Safari was white and it had a fine, it came with a fine nib. Boy, that was the whitest, wettest fine ever. It was really a medium. It said fine on it, but whenever I wrote it, sure looked like a medium. You know, every time I'd look at the point just to make sure the nib, yep, there's that little F. It's a fine, but boy, it writes like a medium. So that one broke one day. I noticed when I shut it, it didn't snap. It stopped good. That little click. So that's that's weird. When I put it in my pocket, and a few minutes later, the cap fell off on the floor because the uh, it hadn't snapped shut. It wasn't tight enough. And at, at that point, it stopped snapping shut, and I didn't know what it was. I said, oh, that's a shame, man. It's broken, and I can't use it because i got to push it down really hard, and that just seems wrong. I'm, I'm putting pressure on it, too much pressure. So in that case, what I did is I said, maybe there's something I could do inside the cap. I'll take it apart. And I went online, and I found a video on how to take apart a Lamy pen using a pencil or some chopsticks and stuff. You stick it in there, and, and then kind of just pull out the the plastic insert there, the, which is the part that snaps to the pen body. I find that way harder than any video made it look. Um, but I did eventually get it out somehow. And I got it out. I took all the pieces apart. I looked at it and said, huh, look at that. Pen parts. I, I didn't know what to do. Nothing really. And so I put it all back together. And apparently I had a leftover piece or something because after that, the pen wasn't really snapping shut, and I couldn't figure out why. 
or no, the, the cab was coming apart. The, you know, there's a, there's a clip, and then there's a little black piece at the end of the cab, and the cap itself, and then the stuff on the inside. And the little black piece at the end would come off, and then the inside would just fall out. Or I'd open the pen after closing it, and the inside sleeve from the cap would stay on the pen body. So, so it wasn't working. And a few days later, I remember finding some little O-ring or something on the floor of my room, of the game room where, where I had this. So, huh, what is this little weird black brown ring? And I didn't think anything of it. I think I threw it away, and it was gone. And so now, after that, like another day or two later, I realized it hit me. So, oh, that's what holds a pen together. Actually, I didn't realize it when I threw it away because I hadn't been using that pen. I'd been ignoring it for like a week. And a week later, when I pulled it out again, and it fell apart on me, then that's what I realized. I threw away part of the pen. Trap. Did not work. And now, you know, before I could sort of just push the pen cap on hard, and I was fine, and I could use a pen. And the cap would stay on. Now, I couldn't keep the pen cap on. Because the whole thing would just come apart. The inner sleeve would stay in the pen, but the cap would just come off. Well, so that was number three. Number four was probably a Visconti Rembrandt. Ouch. This one, I had it in my shirt pocket. One day I was going down the stairs. Somehow it fell out. I think I had it in my shirt pocket. And it fell down the stairs and cracked a little bit. No big deal. You know, I was sad about it, but I kept using it. But then after that, it was the barrel body that cracked. And what happened at that point was that I could no longer um, open the close the pen. the The plastic pen body, the barrel has this little metal ring inside, which is what threads into the into the grip of the pen. And that little threaded barrel or, or piece came unglued or separated from the pen barrel from the body of the pen, and so. I couldn't open and close it. I glued it and it worked okay for a while and, and whatnot. It was fine. And, you know, I used it. It was less than ideal, but it worked. Um, and then at some point, I'm at the bookstore and the pen fell out of my pocket, apparently. Again. I, by the way, I've stopped carrying pens in my pocket for the most part because of these experiences. Um, it fell on the floor and the barrel broke. And a part of it rolled off. And so I'm looking around the store. I'm at a Barnes & Noble, crawling around, looking for a pen cap. When my friend Tim, who I mentioned in the last episode, shows up out of the blue. <laughs> and helps me find the, the missing piece. And so now I have this, basically it was a barrel in two pieces. One had a long crack, and which is the section that went from the grip to about halfway up to the barrel. And then the rest of it. So that you know, didn't work anymore. So that I had to send back to Viscani. And uh, I guess I replaced it and sent me a nice new one. Um, I was very happy with that. Now it is great. I had other troubles with that pen. When I first got it, the fine point didn't write very well. I wanted a medium, but when I ordered it online, they only had fines available. So I took a fine. I kept reading reviews saying, oh, right, it's like a medium. My experience is it didn't really write much at all. Um, eventually, I ordered a medium nib, and now it writes great. Uh, yep, much, much better. And then the last time I told you I replaced the medium nib with a 1.5 stub, which she's doing okay, uh, but it also had a little bit of trouble when I first tried to put it in. But that wasn't broken. Okay, and, and so that pen, 
good story I told you really happened over time. The first break and that last one where I dropped it at the bookstore, that was probably six or nine months apart, if not more. The next experience I had, um, I had a Monte Verde Mountains of the World Kilimanjaro pen, a green camouflage looking pen. And that pen, yeah, I kind of didn't like it much, honestly. I didn't like how I write it, like how I felt. But then one day I'm at work, I'm using it, and in a rush to write something down, I pulled the cap off the body and started writing, only to realize it's a twist-off cap, not a pull-off. And I basically destroyed the threads. And the cap will no longer stay. For a little while, kind of, you could thread it on, but it, it had to be a very precise position or just slide off, and eventually just stop threading on. So that that pen is also gone now. It doesn't I mean I still have it, but it's it's not usable really, just as well. Gosh, that that was sad. so. Where are we at now? Five pens so far? Yeah, five pens. So the next pen I broke. Um, I think really it wasn't a pen. It was a nib. One day I was writing. I'm sitting at the dinner table, and. I go to turn and I hit my elbow against the back of the chair and oh that hurt I you know, send a little shock of electricity through my body I completely let go of the grip on my pen and it fell on the floor point down and the nib was all of a sudden writing very scratchy and this was that Lamy Safari that I mentioned that I really like the, the medium nib well the fine nib that writes like a medium it was no longer writing I was very sad because this I had taken out of the broken white pen, put it into a different pen so I could keep using that nib. Because I mean, of all the nibs I had, that was definitely my favorite. Um, so very sad, could not get it working right again. So I put it away and I switched to some other inferior nib. And I, after that, I kind of stopped really enjoying using my Lamy. Um, Lamy, Lamy. I, I think it's Lamy. Lamy, yeah, that sounds right, not Lamy. Um, so that was just a nib, which, you know, easy to replace, sort of. The next experience I had would have been a Lamy Safari. That was a red one that I had bought to replace the the white one I broke. I got a broad nib for it, and yeah, I was using actually that medium, but you know, whatever. I, I you could switch nibs on those real easily. So that pen broke one day when I left it on my desk to clean. And a dog found it and started chewing it up. And the cap was chewed up pretty well and squished kind of flat. And I could no longer open or, you know, you, it couldn't go, it wouldn't go in the pen body anymore. It was just too squished flat. I could probably change its shape a little bit and get it to fit on there, sort of, but it would never have sealed well. Just, it was rude. Um, each of these pens, I, I bought some Ziploc bags whenever a pen has broken and it's unusable. I put it in a box in case I ever need it for parts or something, I guess. And I bought these little Ziploc bags. They're long and skinny, and I put them in there. Um, so another pen went into the bag. We're now at, what, five? Well, I think that's five, maybe six. Um, so that was a Lamy Safari in red. Later on, much later on, it occurred to me, that, you know what? I could take this pen and take apart the cap, which is actually really hard because of the crushed state it was in, and use that little ring from that pen to fix the white pen, whose shape is still really good. So I was able to do that, and now the white pen works again and shuts 
the red pen, the snappy feature of the cap was also lost already, worn away. So it doesn't snap, but it's at least usable. Um, so now the white pen opens and closes. I just got to make sure to shut it tight so it'll stay shut. Uh, da, 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 da. The next pen is a Twisby Classic. Um, I learned my lesson. I stopped wearing my pens in my shirt pockets. So I, I had a my white, limited edition white, Twisby Classic in my pants pockets. I put out my key. My pen was in that same pocket. Flew out. This is outside my front door. Landed on the edge of the my front porch, which is a brick. And the cap shattered. Not entirely, but it broke and and opened up. And so that didn't work. But I was able to write Labby and they sent me a replacement piece, which is very nice. So that pen is working fine. I have a, the cap, the broken cap somewhere in a little bag. Um, but all is good. Next up is the last one, which is weekend. My dog found my... My Knock & Co. bag, I forget which one it is. It's the one that holds three pens. I forget the name of it. And I must have left it on the dinner table or something. I don't know. Or maybe it fell off the shelf. It was that. But the, a dog found it. Started gnawing on the bag a little bit. I found it has a little it has a hole on it at the top now. Opened it up. Took out the black Lamy Safari. And started chewing on that. And pretty much damaged that cat bag. Badly done. And not only damage a cap, the nib has one tine that goes straight and the other one that does this cool, weird looking bend. It's kind of creepy. Totally ruined that nib. I suppose I could straighten it, but I, I don't. Not really. Um, so that pen is no longer usable. That had an extra fine nib. I rarely used it. I, I used it if I wanted to draw a lighthouse. That was my lighthouse pen. And now it is it is gone. I don't specifically plan to replace it right now. I mean, I guess I could, but I don't think I want to buy another Lamy to replace it or an extra fine nib. I have another pen with an extra fine nib that I could use. It's actually, I think, finer than the, the Lamy, so if I need it, I have it. But right now, that does not have black ink for drawing lighthouses. It has Amaido from, who is it? Pilot Hiroshizuku, which is a really nice color. Maybe it's a little too light in the extra fine, but it seems okay. So anyway, that is the story of my lost pens. It's a little grim for an episode two. I am sorry. I hope you found it interesting. Uh, the uh, moral of the story here is take care of your pens. Don't carry them in your shirt pocket. Don't carry them in your pet pockets. Don't keep them anywhere near where a dog can find them. <laughs>